Oh, what's up, you crazy son of bitches? You eight, nine motherfuckers that are listening to me be ignorant as fuck, and I'm loving it. How's everybody doing? You know what I mean? It's fucking more. It's almost March. It's almost March. It's out here raining and shit, which is way better than sleet and snow where you're stuck to the motherfucking road. Can't go nowhere. You know, it's cold as fuck. You could die. It's so fucking cold outside that if you were stuck outside and couldn't find shelter and like build a fire, like if you didn't know how to make a fire out of scratch, you die. Like, that shit is the worst. It's fucking raining, which means it's almost time to be outside. And because it's raining, it's going to be grassing. That means I can go golfing all the ends. You know what I'm saying? Man, talking about golf. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to burp your face like that. But tis ignorant. How you doing? It's Ryan Singer. It's the Daily Ignorance. Did you see the Phil Mickelson thing? Anybody paying attention to golf? Uh, Phil Mickelson, he's a pro golfer. He's like Charles Barkley of golf right now for for my generation. You know what I mean? Like he's super great and he should be acknowledged, but because there was real greatness in front of him, nobody really gives a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's really up. You might like Phil Mickelson, but Tiger Woods exists. You know what I'm saying? Barkley and Patrick Ewing and... Uh, who, who Carl Malone, John Stockton, and fucking who else? Clyde Drexter, Gary Payton, fucking who else, dude? So many great, great players that never really get their shine. David Rob, well, David Robinson got some, but that's because Mike was gone. You know what I mean? Once Mike is gone, you can do shit. But whilst Mike is miking, you know what I'm saying? Whilst everybody is trying to be like Mike. You can't, you know. Mike had to wait his time, but once he started, he didn't quit. And for everybody that was around during his run, you just didn't get a chance, which was really, really shitty. Like, the Houston Rockets got two, but we all know there should be an asterisk beside the two in a row that the Houston Rockets won with Akeem Olajuwon, who's a motherfucking Hall of Famer. He is the man. But you don't be talking about him in real life. Because you would rather talk about how Michael Jordan's playing baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody cared. You didn't really win those. You only won those because this guy decided not to be here. Once he was, he was back to his winning ways. You know what I mean? Well, that's who Phil Mickelson is. He's one of those motherfuckers. He be winning. And he's won the second most, which is wicked. Like, Tiger has won 82 tournaments. It's like tied for the most all time. And Phil Mickelson's won like 40-some fucking tournaments, which is like more than like 75% of golfers in the history of golf or in the history of this tour, which has been popping off for, I don't know if they put them together, maybe 100 years. This tour ain't been going that long. It's only been going on for like 20, 30 years, something like that. But Phil don't get his shine and... He like he'll talk and put himself out there like that. Everybody loved Phil, but he was talking wicked because there's a new league that they're trying to. And I don't know much about it just because I, I I really don't give a fuck. I'm trying to act like I give a fuck, but I don't. But I saw it, and everybody's still talking about it, so I figured I would too. Um, there's some sort of Saudi Arabian golf league being put together and they're trying to lure away all of the best players in the world, which the majority of them are here in the States. I mean, not everybody, but even the number one golfer in the world who's from Spain lives in the States. You know what I mean? Like everybody's here playing golf and they're trying to make everybody come over there, which first and foremost, when we even get to the golf, like it's in the desert, right? Like, so you're going to take all your resources of water just to make, grass so that y'all can play some golf over there like that's fucked up motherfuckers over there starving in a fucking desert and you're like watering for grass there ain't no grass nowhere except for this goddamn what do you call it fucking and is there even dirt it's just sand so you have to like fly dirt in so that you can grow grass that you water you know what i mean just fucked up 
But anyway, they are offering, I guess, an absurd amount of money and trying to steal people away. I'm ignorant, so I don't have no facts here. Like, I guess they said the, the, the money behind the, the people is like 400, over $400 billion or something ignorant like that. So the money is, is, is absurd. And your boy Phil Mickelson was talking that shit about it. Like, how, they, how are you going to allow them to offer us more money? Which isn't what he said, but that's pretty much what it is. And he's like, that y'all should step your game up and pay us more. Why shouldn't we go over there? And it's like, because the best players in the world aren't going to go over there is why. You know what I mean? He's like in his 50s. He's kind of done now. He can still compete, but not on a regular basis. He's old. His body won't let him do what he does. So what's he going to do? Go to the old man tour? Like, I wonder what that feels like as a professional athlete. Because no other sport has that, you know, which is why golf is rowdy as fuck. First and foremost, you can play it longer than the rest of them. And then there is a senior league. Ain't no senior league for Michael Jordan and all his old ass cronies. And it'd be so goddamn slow and unathletic. You wouldn't even want to fucking watch it. You only go to high school basketball games because you got some sort of town invested into it you know what i'm saying it's not like it's the best basketball but it's entertaining because you're watching you know you're seeing people compete but it's not going to be at the level of like going and watching the nba game like everybody don't want to watch this you have an invested interest in watching this shit like don't nobody want to watch old ass fucking nba players that can't do shit except for nostalgia purposes but they can't do anything anymore football players can't football you could watch baseball players play baseball, maybe shorten up the field. It'd be fun, you know, because baseball is baseball and anybody can fucking do it. You know, you can play underhanded. We'd still watch. But golf, you can play golf for a long fucking time as long as you're limber and can move. And golf has an old man tour. As soon as you turn 50 years old, you're allowed to go play at the old man tour. Now, if you're good enough, you can keep playing with all the best in the world. But if you want, you can go play the old man tour and be winning old man tour money, which ain't as much, but it doesn't matter, still winning, and um, play against your peers. You know what I mean? And go talk shit against the people that you play against, which is all people that Phil Mickelson has crushed. He's played like... I think four or five tournaments, and he's won, like, all of them but one. You know what I mean? He's, like, too good to be playing with the old men right now. And he's probably his pride hurt. So he's out here going hard. Who knows, man? He might be taking – he can't take steroids because they, they drug test him for that shit. But he might be taking something weird, trying to get his body going to where he's going, working out all crazy, pushing himself further than he's ever pushed himself ever. Maybe he ain't in the right state of mind. But he's back in – these people then you Saudi Arabia, so they be doing wicked shit. Like somebody said, and again, ignorance, that they they'd kill you for being gay, cross seas. Not letting women do shit, you know what I'm saying? Like all that wicked shit, like back in the day, like it's two hundred and fifty years ago, three hundred years ago. Not that it was right, but motherfuckers were a little bit more ignorant back then, you know what I'm saying? Like we got our shit together, the internet exists everywhere. There's like no reason for you to be like that now you know when we got info on us and so to go into business with people like that it looks kind of shady but he's just talking about money so it kind of make you be like yo what's phil mickelson got going on that he's worried about money like that you know what i mean they said he make like 25 30 mil a year from endorsements and, and playing golf and shit so even, you know what I mean, even if he only retained 25% of it, you know, it's like, five, dude, if you're making five mil a year after everything else, and that's just what you saved, like, go fuck yourself if you don't know how to live within a world where you can live in that. It's probably that thing where you start making more money, hanging out with people that have money, so you be trying to live their lifestyle, and, and you can't keep up. Like, who had a joke like that? Someone had a funny-ass joke like that. Motherfucking <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Hart did back in the day-day. Talking about more, not Morris Chestnut. What the fuck's his name? Uh, 
damn, I can't remember his fucking name. But he was talking about they went, he, it was a joke about they went to Disney and he realized, dude, rented Disney out for the day, just took the part. And so he was worried that he was going to have to split it with him because he was like, yo, my money don't go like that. <laughs> you need to learn who you're hanging out with and how they spend their money and just realize you can't do some things and be comfortable with it. And, you know, I mean, every, I, I think it'd be hard. You start making money, you want to move the way money is being moved. But if you can't keep up the income, to live the lifestyle, it's like you're obvious. If, if you if you need the income to live the lifestyle, then you've already fucked up. You need to figure out where your lifestyle comfortability place is, and then live around that. Which which could be a terrible advice because you know what I'm saying. A single dude could live in the mud, given the opportunity to be left to fuck alone. <laughs> And be okay, saving money. You you mad that he only got one chair, uh, you know what I'm saying, one plate, one spoon, one fork, <laughs> one cup. But he's living to the minimum because that's what he can do. He ain't got to do it for nobody else. The only reason he got other things is because you're around. Like, if not, he don't need shit. He can live like a savage and be completely okay. But I don't know what Phil's doing. So everybody's mad at him. They're talking. They drop the sponsors are dropping him like they did Tiger back in the day. He's putting out like a book of paragraphs. You know what I mean? Trying to apologize, and I'm gonna take some time from golf because I don't know how to talk no more. And, and, and just you know what I mean? It's his first touch. That cancel shit. And I just, I just, I couldn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? All the best players in the world already said they're not going to go to that place. And I think that's what Phil was trying to say, though. It's like the fact that it even is available, like somebody else is trying to rival the PGA Tour. Like, you should be mad, and you should be spitting in their face for being like, we can take care of your players better than you can, you know? Step it up. But... That's boring. Who wants to talk about that shit? Fucking no. What else is boring, dude? All the sports are boring. That shit's boring. The motherfucking All-Star. The All-Star weekend shit is cool. It was in Ohio. It was Cleveland. That's cool for Cleveland and all the revenue it brought in. That shit is dope. You know what I mean? All the business that everybody fucking caught for having that goddamn All-Star game in fucking Cleveland. Shit is dope. But that, like, slam dunk contest shit was so fucking boring. I didn't even watch it. Matter of fact, I didn't watch none of it. I didn't watch the All-Star game because of how bad the skills challenge type shit was. I was just, I was over it. And, you know, I gave it the same type of energy I did as the Olympics. Like, I didn't have no energy for the Olympics. Like, none. First and foremost, it was in China. It's like, aren't we not fucking with China? And then on top of the not fucking with China, like the most metal, I, I don't know this, by the way. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. So this is wrong. This is wrong before I say it. But here it comes. It's like the most medals won by a person. I know that's fucking wrong. As, as I'm getting ready to say it, it's like, dude, this ain't right. Just say the bitch's name. And, and don't be mad I said bitch. It just, it just, I word vomited that out. That's what was in the brain that just came out of my mouth. I didn't mean for it to come out like that. But who's the chick that's American in real life but this bitch got paid to go be Chinese? You know what I'm saying? This fucking... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. This motherfucking half-breed choosing sides. Now, you would do that with niggas, right? Like, it'd be white and black. And uh, you're choosing the darker side just because society would judge you on having the darker side on you. Where nowadays it's a color thing in real life. Like I got a little cousin that's white, but he ain't white. You know what I'm saying? He running with us. But he don't know no better because he look white. And so he white. And he, you know what I mean? He don't realize he black. He's white. Which is wicked even though his dad is black, but he white. It's a real weird thing. So, I guess that's you choosing what you identify as. And this bitch is like, she identify as both. 
and then went across seas and won medals for them. And then they're bragging, which is pretty fucking wicked, right? To be in a country shitting on a country and the other country be the number one. Like, I was listening to Andrew Schultz and them guys on that flagrant too, and they and he brought up something that got me thinking. And it's like, he, he said he had talked to somebody from England and asked him, like, when you grow up, do you, do, did you guys learn, like, how you lost, like, that number one spot in the world? Like, you guys were it, and then you lost it to us. And they're like, no. Like, nothing. Like, you guys just started doing what you were doing, and we just kept doing what we were doing. Like, we didn't, like, lose anything. And he was like, damn, like, y'all don't even think that you lost. Like, like we won. You know what I mean? Like, you guys were trying to be like, you have to do this because you came from where we came from. And we were like, go fuck yourself. And everybody was like, yeah, just let them be over there. And then we did. And so we won. And you're not seeing that we won. Like, there hasn't been a war against China or Russia, like, in real life, to be like, who's number one? But I do feel like this shit they're trying to pop off is the beginning of them trying to do that. Like, is this the shift where, like, America isn't actually... You know, this is not entertaining. It's on, it's on the brain, so... Like, America is, is potentially not number one anymore. Like, we send all of our jobs across seas. But that's a terrible thing, right? Because we send them all over there, and then they do them for no money. And the, their government allow them to do that for no money. So I don't think they can be number one. Can, like, communism beat, like, a, a democratic ideology? Like, why do we still have the same ideologies that motherfuckers had a long time ago? The internet exists. People think way different now. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even talk without fucking up a pronoun. So why are we still abiding by the same fucking rules and laws that aren't really matching up with how today's society is moving? You're trying to stay in the realm and play with everybody else, but like America was based on being the front runner to being out front of all ideas and being like, you motherfuckers think this? Nah, nigga, we thinking that. We out here and catch up. Like, that's what needs to happen. There needs a new way of fucking policing people, of putting together governments. Like, there, there needs to be a new thing. And this old, archaic way, it's like America is waiting for everybody else to catch up to it. And whilst they're catching up, right, they already got the blueprint. Like, America had the blueprint of what the rest of the world had done and was like, we're not going to do what they did, and we're going to do this shit. And we know it's going to work because we're watching you fuck up, and we're like, well, that's not bad, but we would do this. You know, you had, like, a base. Now everybody else is watching America like, oh, you guys are out front. It's like that capitalistic mentality, yet they don't want to, like, run within a capitalistic society. It's like they see what you're doing and let me see if I can just do it a little bit better. And you let everybody else catch up, but you don't keep pushing towards the forefront. It's like, some gotta give. And now these motherfuckers, like, cause I don't know nothing about this new war shit over there in Russia and the Ukraine, but something about like the majority of the of the planet is together in a pack, and the Ukraine and Russia aren't a part of that shit. But the Ukraine want help, and they're like, "Yo, help us so that we can be our own thing." And Russia's like, "Yo, if you go get help from all of them, all of them are coming over here. Not only do they end up taking your shit, they might take our shit. Like, go fuck yourself, dude." And so they're off, you know what I mean? They're getting ready to fight. I saw somebody post something. They were like, uh, imagine Mexico was like, you know, Texas is ours. And we lost it. And now Texas is over there, Texasing, Texasing in motherfucking the states. But there's still Mexicans there that got caught. You know what I mean? They thought they were living in Mexico. And then... 
we lost Texas, and now Mexican citizens are trapped in Texas. Like, we're going to go into Texas and go get our fucking citizens. Like, that's what Russia's trying to do. Russia's trying to go into America and take their citizens. But what they're really going to do is go in there and then just keep on pushing and see how far up in that motherfucker they can get and take what they can. So it's like, like, what, what do you do? What do you do if you just let those motherfuckers do that? What do you do if you just let China... I mean, America kind of does that shit, though. They don't take your place. They just set up shop. And now they're there. And because they're there, if you do anything to anybody that is there, you got the whole force of the whole fucking country coming at you. Which is kind of like the same thing. It's really fucking wicked. Who knows, dude? Just more war, more money being spent not in our country and somewhere else. And everybody complaining. Which just isn't fun. Like, dude, I didn't watch any of the Olympics. Like, none. I didn't see that Asian chick win no medals. I know that she did. You know? And it's like, why didn't she just rep the States? She was obviously better than everybody else on the States. And and that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're pushing pushing all these narratives about everybody being oppressed. and, And no one was oppressed. Like natives and fucking African Americans, the black people here. You know what I'm saying? Black people don't have nowhere. Natives don't have nowhere. It was all taken from them. They don't have anything. Like the original refugee, like not even a refugee, at least a refugee had something bad happen. Like, you know what I mean? You're enslaved and and taken away. And so you don't have a home base. There is no other place. And so your whole ideology is based on this terrible thing that happened to your ancestors. It embodies who you are, how you perceive the world, and how you move within it. Knowing that this is what you're from and you're trying to move away from it. You don't have anything else to fall back on besides those ideologies and the people that grew up with them that help you be who you are in a particular moment. Where when they be talking about all this other shit, like this bitch got a whole nother country that she's repping and just go over there and make money and leave. There's a golfer that does that shit. Grew up in Texas, but now that he's a professional golfer, you know what I mean? He can't be one of the best Americans. He can't be. You know what I mean? They're too fucking good. He's not, I mean, he's really, really good. But he ain't as good as these motherfucking Americans. So he dropped down and claimed that he's from fucking Mexico and runs with a Mexican flag, which I understand his people are from there and he's repping his heritage and shit. But it's like, you ain't fucking from there. But now he can be the number one motherfucking Mexican player, you know? And it's just like, did you do that on purpose? You know what I'm saying? Just so you could fucking rep. Because it sounds fucking weak to me. And that nobody else around you is calling you on your bullshit. Just be honest about it. Like, are you making more money because of it? That's what it is. Just say it. Don't be like it's because of my heritage and shit. I don't believe that at all. I think the only people to believe something like that are white folks because white folks aren't allowed to disagree about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You say some shit about some race, white people got to shut the fuck up. What fucking else, dude? I saw that the women... I saw that the women got motherfucking money for the soccer teams, and they're happy. You know what I mean? I think I I don't know if it was the the, the United States women or if it was the entire league. You know, I think that the, I think it was the United States women. I think they got more money from the bodies that help them. You know what I mean? They just got some more. And they were talking about it being a victory, which was, I thought, fucking stupid. Because, like, you didn't really get nothing probably, and they gave you enough to shut you the fuck up for a second so that you can be like, it's a small win, and you'll forget for another 30 fucking years. And what you'll forget is that the reason, it's not that the American guy's team is paid more money than your team. It's that the league that the American team is in generates more money 
than the league that you're in. Like they're not watching the women like that. And I just I hate hearing women talk about it because women don't support other women like that. Like women ain't watching women's soccer. Women ain't watching the WNBA like little girls are that are hanging out with their dads that wanted little boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're gonna play you're gonna play sports, bitch. You you are. I thought I was gonna have a little boy, but you know, it's all good. What you want to do? I don't give a fuck what it is, but it's going to be something. What, you a cheerleader? You playing golf? You playing volleyball? You playing softball? You playing something? I don't know what the fuck it is, but you're fucking doing it. But ain't nobody watching like that. So, I always thought that was the real reason they weren't getting paid as much. I, th- I always thought it made sense. And if women, like, support other women and be going to the games, like, why are all these bitches at the fucking NBA game? Why don't you go and tell your dude you wanted to go to the WNBA game? I've been saying this for years because it's not exciting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I couldn't play none of them girls. I get fucking schooled. Plus, I'm old, but I'd have got schooled anyway. You know what I mean? Like, they're fucking good. But they're, they're the best of the best in the world. But they're not the best of the best when you start putting them against the men that are best of the best. You know what I mean? It's like no contest. So because of that, it's not even fun to watch. And they have to do things to make it more exciting for us to watch. Plus, make the game faster on them. Like, I'll argue for years, dude. I don't think women's softball is a bad game, dude. Like, I think it's exciting because of how fast-paced it's played. They pull the the fucking field in shorter. Them chicks are throwing underhand, and they're so close to the plate, it's still, because it's it's only going like 50, 60 miles an hour. But because they're so close, the proximity or whatever, and how fast it pops off, it's like they're throwing at 90 miles an hour. Because you got to make a decision right now. It's fucking dope. And it's fast. Just like women's volleyball. Women's volleyball. Women's motherfucking tennis. You know what I mean? You can there there are sports that you can watch that women excel at, but most of them sports like that, they they shorten up the playing field where they're playing so that it's faster when you're watching it. I don't know why the fuck they don't do that for the women. Dude, take that fucking court, shorten it up. Now, them bitches are getting up and down the floor fast as fuck. So it sped the game up. Lower the rim at least a foot. Nine foot rims for the women. Now, you got bitches dunking in other bitches' faces, dude. Pussies in faces. Dudes are way more apt to be white, even though the majority of them girls are one-siders. You know what I'm saying? They play... For what other team you didn't think they was playing on. You know what I'm saying? They out there. They said something wicked like 80% of the league is on the other side. And that if you're like straight or what he says, you're you're the weird one. You're like out of place in that league. Which is weird. Which is kind of cool though because you're, you're considered kind of like a minority and you found a group of people that make you not a minority. <laughs> but... Shorten the rim so that the chicks can get more aggressive around the bucket. Shorten up the court so they can run up and down it faster. Makes the game quicker. Makes the game more exciting. Mistakes happen faster. You have to, your, your skills would have to be more honed and they would do that. It'd be fucking great, dude. They're already playing with a smaller ball. Get these chicks their own fucking you know what i mean they're playing with a smaller ball yet shooting into the same basket and then want to talk shit about like shooting percentages with women it's like dude you're not playing with the same fucking ball you know what i mean let's shorten up your your rim so that it is in proportion to how big my ball is and when i shoot it compared to how when you're you got this little fucking ball and you shoot that thing you know like, nah, dude, let's shorten up your rim, make it harder for you to shoot so it's more in line with what the dudes are doing. 
that shorten up the court because you're not fast enough running up and down it to actually pull it off and make it exciting. You know what I mean? And then let's lower the rim. Because that's what makes the game exciting, right? Is is That's what made Michael Jordan so, so crazy. Is he played the game above the rim for so long in the beginning. And you never seen anybody do it. It's fucking exciting, dude. So much fun. My bad. My phone's getting hit up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck. I got called out for not talking about, you know what I mean? Talk about the Olympics. Talk about the All-Star game. Talk about women's soccer. Talk about Phil Mickelson and golf and never bring up the Super Bowl. I don't know how I forgot the Super Bowl, especially being in Ohio. And it's the only game I watched all year. I didn't really watch a lot of NFL games because I don't really watch it no more. Throwing flags and shit, it ain't the same game I used to watch. And I don't really have a tie to anything anymore. I kind of let go of my tie to the Chicago Bears. I'm like, I still like the Bears, but I haven't watched a game in three or four fucking years. You know what I mean? And... But I know so many people that are Bengals fans that just absolutely fucking love the Bengals. And the fact that Joey Burrow, who is from Athens County, dude, I got a love fascination for that place. So the fact that that dude grew up there, grew up in the plains, you know what I'm saying, around a whole bunch of normal people. I don't give a fuck if his dad was a coach and his made good money or whatever, you're in Athens, Ohio, you're just kind of around everybody. It's a great community, and they said, like, he got tickets for, like, his old coaches. So I'm just thinking, like, all these, like, normal, everyday people from fucking Athens that got to go to the Super Bowl and rage out. Like, that's just, it's so much fun. So I watched it. Obviously, for that reason, you know what I mean? I was pulling for the Bengals hard, and it looked like they was going to try to do it. But, uh, you know what I mean? It still didn't look like a bad game. I think Joey Burrow got a good future. I think they're going to be good. The fucking halftime show, dude, was fucking great. It, It was terrible in realizing, you know what I mean? I know how old I am. I'm aware of it. But it was rough knowing that, you know what I mean, I'm Bruce... Springsteen old. I used to watch the motherfucking Super Bowl, which Michael Jackson, but you know Mike Jack is Mike Jack. He the man. But it's Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? It's Mick Jagger. It's motherfucking the Rolling Stones. Bruce Springsteen. Like, you know what I mean? Like I remember all of those. I'm being like, why are they showing these cronies? That's not who's hot and popping in music right now. And it was because the majority of the people that are watching what's happening right now are older than, you know, the 20-year-olds that are watching. There's way more people that are older that want to hear something else. And I'm the older now. I mean, they played what we listened to when we were kids, which was fucking wicked, dude. The nasty shit that people used to say to us for motherfucking listening to fucking hip-hop. I heard sexiness walk up in this motherfucker. Must be sexy. I can't smell it, but I can hear it. And it got food. What's up with your fucking face? Give me a second, everybody. I'm going to assault. Well, I guess I can assault her right here. That way you guys can hear that I don't be playing. You know what I'm saying? She can get fucked up. (laughs) No, hold on one second. Man. And then getting caught out. First and foremost, this whole fucking podcast is called The Ignorance. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad that I do some ignorant shit. It's not like I'm a pro. This is just the ramblings of a fucking moron. <laughs> but I had a buddy call me out for not talking about the Bengals. You know what I mean? Or the fucking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I'm a week late. Come on. I am the king of procrastination. You can't get mad that I didn't do shit when it came out. You know, sometimes it take me a second, take me a minute. That's what it took. 
You know what I mean? And you, you can't get mad at me talking about it. I don't even do football. It's almost disrespectful to hear me talk about the motherfucking Super Bowl when I have no real knowledge of what's popping off. You know what I mean? I don't want to act like I'm out here talking about motherfucking football, like I got real opinions and shit. All I got is ignorance. Like, the commercial sucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, commercials for the Super Bowl used to be like a thing. I used to get mad at girls back in the day because they didn't give a fuck about the game. All they wanted to do was listen to the motherfucking commercials and shit. You know? We're trying to tell everybody, shut the fuck up so we can watch the game. And then the commercials come on, everybody's talking about, shut the fuck up. But there was like a, a point there for about 10, 15 years from about probably like 95 to 2005 where like commercials were great i remember we'd be in the bar they'd have the sound on you and it'd go to commercial and people would want to start talking and the whole crowd would be like shut the fuck up the commercials on but this year i don't think there were any commercials that were like worth remembering like not a one and that was just fucking weak the fact that they don't even need to advertise for you to buy shit. Or is it that just that TV programming doesn't understand how to advertise to people now that most shit happens on people's phones? Like, Netflix still hasn't figured out how to motherfucking do a trailer. You know, that's why you don't watch nothing on Netflix. Turn that motherfucker, I'll turn it on and get my food together, and then sit around for an hour and a half or two hours and just watch trailers and, and know exactly what happened in the movie. Don't even have to watch the movie because the trailer was so goddamn long and good or terrible. It, it was terrible. That's why I didn't watch the show. You told me exactly what the fuck was going to happen, and the trailer was way too fucking long. There was no mystery. I know exactly what the fuck is coming. Terrible. It's not interesting. Just like this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> what are you fucking eating over there, dude? An inside out chocolate chip cookie. Dude, that sounds so fucking good. I hate that I can't eat anything. It's a weird thing to be old enough to, like, you can't eat no more. I mean, you can eat, but there are... No, no, no. You can eat, but... You know what I mean? There's there's just not all it's going to make your stomach upset. Like, there might be real-world repercussions for me having eaten something that I have no business eating. Which is fucking weak, dude. Damn, you get old so fucking fast it's unbelievable like damn dude and it's so hard to lose the weight i've been trying to lose the rest of this weight and it is slowly not going anywhere just fuck so hard i just want food i want fake food shit is like drugs dude so fucking druggy like i'm an addict like i'm a food addict i really am dude I mean, I struggle with it every day. I mean, to run into me and me not be 600 pounds, I deserve a pat on the back. Everybody sees me and I ain't 600 pounds, you should be like, good job. Good job. I should get like a little parade, people jumping up and down in the streets and shit. He only got one double chin. Like, that's what I deserve. Because in real life, I'm so absurdly fat that people cry and get sad when they see me. How did he get so fat? Who washes his back? Oh my God, who do you get to wash your back? Because you can't take, you, you can't not do that, right? You can't live by yourself. Probably too big to work, but now you can work on the internet, so I guess you'd be all right with work. But then you still got to get shit. I guess you can get Uber. Uber will bring you your food. But you got to wash, dude. But I guess if you don't leave the house, I guess you could. Nah, because then you'll get rashes and shit. It'll be fucking gross, dude. You got to wash. Do you have to buy and order a special tub? Because you can't get in a fucking tub. Or do you just like put down like plastic and spray yourself with a motherfucking hose? Like a fucking mule. 
Probably with a big brush. You get one of them brushes that you clean your car with. You know what I'm saying? That big long motherfucker that you soap up and scrub your car with. You get that motherfucker and hit your back, hit your taint. How gross is that thing just sitting in the corner? Oh, I spilled my coffee. I'm gonna use your Swiffer to. Oh, don't use that Swiffer. That's my that's my nut scratcher. You know what I'm saying? I I wash my crack with that thing. Gross, dude. I struggle with it. It's not even like being big. I mean, I don't want to be big. You know what I mean? For my age, I know I'm in a good place, but I would like to be in shape. But really, I, I fear the, the pills and the things that ail people that are aging like myself and the changes. And it's not that I'm old by any means, but I've been young my entire life, you know? Like getting old is a new thing. People don't talk about that transition that happens to you. From like 30 to 50, you've been young your entire life. And then all of a sudden you start having these like aches and pains and shit. Like, like a letter Kenny term. I make dad noises now and I don't have no fucking kids. You know what I mean? Like go to get up and have to do some weird motherfucking moan. I'm hurt. Am I busting a nut grunt? Before I get moving, you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm, I'm gonna get up and go over here and grab some tissue. Anybody need anything? It's, it's like it's fucking terrible, dude. Like, why do I do that shit? It's like old, it, it, you, and you can't fucking help it. It's fucking weird. So I try to eat well to, to slow down that. But booze, and not just booze. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, I real, I, I do, dude. I like booze, and not like let me get fucking wrecked. Like I like to have a drink. I don't even need to have a drink every day. You know what I mean? But once or twice a week, we hit the weekend. And again, I don't want to go hard. And I'm really good at not going hard because I'll get my booze neat. And then just sip that shit. I like the burn. The burn make you feel like you was doing something right or doing it wrong. You know what I mean? And because it's burning, you can't drink it real hard. Unless you're fucking, your throat's burnt. And you're just a fucking alcoholic. But I mean, I can just sit, I can throw some ice cubes on some bourbon and sip that shit for like 40 minutes. And it's so fucking good. But I like beer too, though. And I like all beer, dude. It's rare for you. You know what beer I don't like? I And I ain't getting no goddamn sponsors. Fucking Heineken Light, dude. Heineken Light is the might be the worst beer I've ever drank in my life. Whenever I used to see Heineken Light motherfucking commercials, I used to get mad at how everybody in the commercial looked like they was doing something cool or having fun because they got this drink. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know the perfect commercial for it? I remember they did a commercial where, like, everybody in the house is drinking Heineken Light. And they would lay down their Heineken Light and then not know which one was theirs. Is it mine? Is it yours? And then be like, fuck, and have to go get another Heineken Light. And I just thought, that's how gross they fucking are. Instead of being like, I don't think you have cooties and I'm going to not waste this good beer. I'm just going to go ahead and trash this one and then go get another one. Because this beer sucks anyway and I'm just trying to get wrecked. It's like it's a fucking terrible, gross beer. Outside of that. Outside of like sours, I don't fuck with sours like that. I know you be out there and be like, I know a lot of good ones. Like, no, you don't, fuckface. They're sour, and I don't do sour. But outside of that, like all beer, all of them, I don't give a fuck what it is. Lagers, ales, IPAs, double IPAs, fucking stouts, imperial stouts. The Russian Imperial Stouts, the Porters, like whatever the fuck it is, I'm down. And then when it turns into wine, like I like wine, dude. Like I, I like, I like drinking, you know, and that's a problem. I don't even do it a lot, but I enjoy it when I'm doing it. 
And I know I'm starting to get older where it's like my body don't want me doing it no more. And I know it because I fucking feel it. Like I had eight beers the other day. And not like I had eight beers, you know what I'm saying? That's like a term from my favorite show, Letterkenny. And they call it eight beers because by the time you get to seven or eight beers, you're already so in the groove. It's not going to really matter if you drink any more than this because the damage is already done. You're already going to be, even if you're not trashed yet, you're about to be. And then nothing good is coming beyond it. But if you're doing it, then you don't act like you're not doing it. You're fucking doing it. Eight beers. You know, I had eight beers. I think, was it last week I had eight beers? Fuck, dude. I was hungover for two days, which is pretty good because I've been hungover for a week before, but I'm in better shape than I was then. But I was hungover something fierce for two fucking days, dude. Matter of fact, I think it was the day before the Super Bowl. Just a wreck. Yeah, I was terrible during the Super Bowl. And then that Monday was rough. Shit, that Tuesday was rough. It was like two or three fucking days, dude. And my body was just so fucking angry with me. I didn't really know. I mean, I knew what it was, but just... It's not like quitting because, like, I got a problem. It's like quitting because I know it's fucking me up and I got to do something. And then talking about that shit ain't even fucking fun. Talk about something else that's fun. What's fucking fun? Let's make fun of Jordan while she's here. You know what I mean? How big are her feet? How much money do you make as a foot model? You know? (laughs) you know, guys being all excited. That's what Chappelle said, right? He's just in the feet. Like, let him fuck his feet. And he'd be watching porn. There'd be mad girls playing with dudes' dicks with feet. And I'm like, that just ain't me, dude. Like, feet? Like, feet are gross to me. Like, my feet are gross. Everybody else's feet are gross. I don't want to put them nowhere near me. I don't want them in my mouth. I don't need them on my junk. Like, none of that, dude. You know what I'm saying? Your foot's been in a box all day, and then you want to put it around my face? Like, fucking gross, dude. But is that, like, a thing? Is that is it, is it because it is gross? Because ain't nothing, like, like, a pussy shouldn't be, like, tasty and sexy. It's down there by an asshole. It's, like muffled with clothes all over it. It's all moist and shit. I know you don't like the word, but it's it's what the fuck came out. But still, it, it got a funk. Like the first time you went down there, you didn't think it was going to be what it was, but it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your first time you smelled a pussy, it was a shock. Like I thought they said it smelled good. <laughs> Smells like a can of sardines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... It's like an acquired taste. Like, you didn't like coffee at first, and you didn't like beer and booze at first. But once your palate set, you know what I'm saying, you'll figure some shit out. It's like, is it like that? Like, like I just think feet are funky because I haven't smelled enough feet. Like, if I smelled enough feet, all of a sudden I'd have a foot fetish. Like, is that what was up with Al Bundy? Al Bundy was done with his wife, and so he worked at a motherfucking shoe place because he got a foot fetish, so he could just be smelling bitches' feet all goddamn day. (laughs) Fucking gross, dude. No feet. No feet. What else is going on? Talked about the war shit. Talked about the Olympics. Had to bring up. You know what I mean? Congrats to Cincinnati and Joe Burrow for even getting to the fucking Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty fucking dope. To be down there, I bet you the bars and restaurants were going fucking wicked. I mean, I know everybody was like sad at the end of the night. Instead of staying out all night, you probably went home or whatever. But even to be able to do it, like there's people walking around with Cincinnati Bengal like clothes on that has like Super Bowl on it. Not champs, but Super Bowl. Like, we got that motherfucker. 
the, the funniest part about that whole thing is that like Cleveland had to watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's fucking terrible for Cleveland. Like, cause they're the one that the state tends to like ride with. You know what I mean? There's, I think there's way more Browns fans than there are Bengals fans. And they were supposed to be good, right? Like, Baker was supposed to be the truth. They had, what's his name, OBGYN? <laughs> that dude. And his buddy, Landry. I mean, they were supposed to be fucking good. Their defense is serious. Miles Garrett and those motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? The defense is serious. They're supposed to be good. But just the organization, dude. Something's wrong with that whole entire how they do things. Like, it ain't right. It's because they're not really the Cleveland Browns, right? Like, because the Cleveland Browns is in Baltimore right now. And Baltimore has won multiple Super Bowls. But this expansion Cleveland Browns franchise has just never gotten it right. And, like, this was the year that they were talking. Like, they were about to be the shit. And not only were they not, their star celebrity wide receiver was like, fuck this place. I want to leave. And then left, went to a new power team. That got to the Super Bowl, he caught the first touchdown, and they won the fucking Super Bowl. And on top of him winning the Super Bowl, they then had to watch their rival state team make it to the motherfucking Super Bowl. So I figured every every Browns fan had to be rooting for Cincinnati, but I wonder how bad that hurt to be rooting for Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Like, it might be your team, but that ain't your team. Like, LeBron James is, is still going to root for the New York Yankees over the Cleveland Indians. It's, it's just what's going to happen. Oh, it's not the Cleveland Indians anymore, is it? So there's a, the, the fucking baseball lockout. Completely forgot about that shit. Baseball lockout. Baseball isn't even popping off yet because these motherfuckers are arguing. And now it's not the Cleveland Indians anymore. It's the Cleveland motherfucking Guardians. <laughs> Cleveland's just taking L's left and right. Damn, dude, I feel bad for y'all. Fuck. Fuck. But that's what I always said. I was never really a Browns fan, right? I'm a, if I was, going, if I was a, a fan, it's like a Chicago Bears fan. But it's like if I have to choose a team in the state, I just don't choose the Browns. I mean, I do, but what it really is is I'm a Browns fan fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a fan of Browns fans. Like, I enjoy that. I enjoy how hard they ride with the Browns. I mean, they think they're doing it every fucking year this is it. And they be so up in every year, dude. Every year, just disappointment. And so I just got to figure that this year was the most, the most disappointing. But, you know, they got one back because they got that all-star break. And that all-star break was huge. You know what I mean? Even though people were saying it sucked, even having all those stars and everybody in town, you know what I mean? Hotels, restaurants, Airbnbs, just everything flourished having all that attention on that city. So, you know, they might not have made it to the Super Bowl. And they might have had to watch Cincinnati lose. And they might have had to watch OBGYN, motherfucking. <laughs> they had to watch him win one and cry like a pussy. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. Because Cleveland fans are going to be back next year. And they're going to think they're going to do it. They're already dismantling their fucking quarterback, saying he sucks. Damn, I thought that dude was good. I thought that was the whole point. Is that that guy was great. He was a great leader. Everybody loved him. And now, like, the shit I read, they're acting like nobody likes that motherfucker no more. I guess that's what losing will do to you. Because you can talk a lot of shit until you're losing. Once you're losing, don't nobody want to hear that shit. But, you know, congrats to the Browns for... Having faith 
Maybe that's why I like them so much. They got faith. And I don't believe in a lot of shit. I think most shit's bullshit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I do believe in a Browns fan. I believe that they believe. And I believe that they support. And they do. They might bite your head off, but they do support. And I felt bad for them. It was funny as fuck, but I felt bad. God. the But the learning how old I was was weird, you know what I'm saying, getting to watch the motherfucking Super Bowl halftime show. I didn't think Eminem took a knee for black folks. I thought he took a knee for Tupac. Like, everybody was, they're, they're saying that it was for the the black, for Kaepernick. And, like, I'm taking a knee for police violence and all that shit. That's what they said. But when it happened, Dr. Dre was on the motherfucking computer. They dropped him down. He was on the fucking piano. And he was playing that Tupac shit. And I thought, that's Eminem's favorite motherfucking rapper. I thought he gave a knee to, like, an homage to motherfucking Tupac. I thought it was gangster as fuck. And maybe it just went over everybody's head. Everybody's too focused on all these terrible things. But I guess that's what it was. I guess they said they leaked some sort of story. About being like, don't take a knee. And it's like, you can't tell Eminem not to do some shit. He just gonna fucking do it. And then being like, what well, does it even make it about the knee? But it was like, he was gonna do something. So maybe the NFL kind of poked him to give him something to be mad about and be like, well, I'll just do it anyway. So that he don't like pull his dick out on national television. You know what I mean? Because if you don't poke the bear, yeah. Then who knows what it'll do. Like, maybe it comes out and be nice, but maybe. If we can control the anger of it, we're in a better place. So, put on a red cape and have this shit pop off. 50 Cent was funny. I've been seeing tons of funny memes about that motherfucker being fat and not not being able to get down. The best one I saw was, like, him reaching to, like, get down and, and they did some sort of meme about, like, what it looks like when you're trying to get the remote control, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, on the edge of your shit. Like, leaning upside down on your bed. It was funny. But 50 was all right. Kendrick was good. It, what it really did, it was nostalgic, and you got to hear all these great songs. And you can't believe they're, if you're my age, you can't believe that they're even in the NFL and the Super Bowl. But what it really did was like open a pathway, which is what hip hop did anyway, right? It opened up all these avenues and like everybody, that EDM and all that shit, all that shit is hip hop. I don't give a fuck what you say. None of that exists without it. It opened up the door for new hip hop. Like, all right, so you went and got motherfucking, uh, you went and got fucking Dre and got all Dre's cronies to come on the Super Bowl. Go get Puff and all his cronies. Puff might be hard, though. You know what I'm saying? Like He got a whole bunch of good shit, but not like Jay. Go get Jay and get all Jay's cronies. But I don't know if Kanye does that. I mean, he, he respects Jay so much. He's always like that big brother, so he probably does. But like Eminem, like, it'd be hard to rein Kanye in. So it's like, what's Kanye going to do? <laughs> but, you know, Jay got the same shit. Because not only is Jay Dre, Jay is, is Jay. So, like, he got a hold of all these people, and he is himself. So he's rapping. He got everybody under Rockefeller rapping. So you got Memph Bleak. You got motherfucking, dude, you got all the people that he got early. And then you got, who's he got new? So you get Kanye. The Kanye shit is dumb. You get J. Cole. J. Cole shit is dumb. Dude, his fucking wife is Beyonce, so that's fucking dumb. Dude, you can throw Rihanna in there. That shit is fucking dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay's, you can throw Pharrell in there. That shit is fucking dumb. You throw fucking Justin Timberlake in there because he got that one song with him. That shit is fucking dumb. You know what I mean? Like, Jay got too much. But bring in all that shit. Dude, go get LL Cool J and Salt and Pepper and 
Kumo D and all those old ass rappers and put those motherfuckers in the Super Bowl. That shit will be fucking fire. Imagine Humpty Dance going off in the fucking Super Bowl before Humpty fucking died. How fucking gangster would that be? You know what I mean? Everybody would have been dancing to that shit. The Humpty Dance is your chance, dude. Hum- Everybody would have been on it. Talk about having sex in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't like your face. That's why I pause. You know what I'm saying? I'm just staring at you. You know, she can get attacked, dude. Sometimes people are too pretty for their own good. You know what I mean? And when they are, identify them and then just slap them in the face. (laughs) I lie. Don't do that. I don't want to be blamed for telling motherfuckers to go hit bitches. (laughs) What a weird statement that you have to make. But. What am I going to do now? I'm going to go try to find something to eat because I'm fucking hungry after I smack her in the face. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go do that. Try to come back next week and do this on the regular. I, I say that shit. It'd be so hard to get up here sometimes, but it really ain't, but it is. But anyway, I'll get back here next week anyway. I'll try. But thanks for hanging out, everybody. Appreciate the shit out of it.